Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we love you for it. Hey everybody, it's Michael with Wedding Videography School. <laughs> hey man, I'm Bradley over there. What's up, man? Hey, Michael Ring. Dude, it is crazy right now. I just literally got out of a hailstorm. You look like you I just took a shower. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was pretty rough, man. So I am so committed to this podcast that I am dripping wet while I am simultaneously recording this podcast with you. That's how much I care about you. You know, I I just prefer that you toweled off before you get on the <laughs> FaceTime call, I, personally. But uh, I know you're just trying to impress your wife with your slicked back hair. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Cause it, yeah, I'm looking out my window. It's like gray, cloudy. It's still raining. The hail went to rain, luckily, now. But you're like in the bright sun everything's airy orange like it's just yeah, yeah it's crazy we live so close we live what like an hour away but totally different climates right now yeah you want to know how different it is here compared to where you're at tell me um hold on let me i'll see if everybody can hear this <laughs> i just cracked open a white claw ever had a white claw <laughs> They're all the w- rage that's, at weddings now. I don't know if you've noticed. No, I haven't. I've, I feel actually I did shoot a wedding uh, this last weekend. It was actually for a photographer, so they're going to actually edit it. But it was good to, to be out there. And it was weird, man. I got to say, like, I think people, it's funny, like, because, you know, usually at weddings, people show up and they're like hugging and I haven't seen you for a while and all this fun stuff. But now it's like people show up and some have masks on, some don't. They don't know whether they go for like the handshake or the awkward hug. It's just like, it's this very weird first start to the day. But it's, yeah, it's just interesting seeing people migrate back into, back into the new norm. Yeah, man, I've been bringing a mask with me to my shoots and, uh, you know, just trying to get a feel for what people want um, and then uh, just rolling with it. So if people want me to wear the mask, I wear the mask. If they don't, then I take it off so that I'm not the only one looking awkward. And right. uh, yeah, man, it's it's been good. So uh, well, my, yeah, go ahead. My back, I was going to say my wedding was a, was a back, the last two I've done have been backyard weddings, but you're doing... You did something different, right? Am I, am I, I did, not mistaken? You had some. I did two elopements. Two elopements. That's what. How was that, and man? Your first time in all your years of shooting. Two elopements in seventy-two hours. That's amazing. It sure is. You should have. <laughs> that means you had a you had a day off. You should have done three, and just completed the trifecta there. Yeah. Uh, they were the they were good, man. So, I would say the first one was. <laughs> a learning experience 
And the second one was also a learning experience. So we can talk about okay. the stuff that I learned from those experiences. But um, overall, I would say they went really well. Good. Yeah, because you and I chatted briefly before. And I think it's it's interesting because I think even like the category of elopements is still pretty broad. Like there could be literally, it could just be you, the photographer, and the couple, and that could be an elopement. Or there could be a couple of family members, an officiant. And so even though elopements tend to be smaller and maybe shorter, um, and maybe you're doing some type of hiking or an adventure component to it. So were your, were your two elopements very similar in style? Were they very, were they opposite? What did those look like? So I would say the biggest difference between the two was um, that one was a same-sex couple, which was the first time I ever had two girls get married in front of my eyes. And it was, it was a beautiful thing, man. It was really beautiful. Uh, <laughs> that, honestly, that was the biggest difference, and I wasn't sure. I was like, well, in theory, it's not any different, but I don't know. Like, I, at first I thought, oh, I'm going to have to mic two brides, which I thought was going to be right. a little bit of a ch- more of a challenge. But one of the brides, like, ended up wearing a suit. So okay. I ended up using the same mic setup that I always use. Um, nice. Yeah, so that worked out. And then um, I they were both outside in, like, nature kind of places. I would say okay. one of them was uh, down by a river, like the South Platte River up in Deckers, Colorado. Um, in a van? Was it in a van <laughs> down by the river? They got married in a van. It wasn't in a van, but uh, we did have to we did have to hike quite a ways, and I okay. brought one of those off road wagons that's getting pretty popular now. Um, yeah, it's kind of a rich man poor man sort of thing. Like you'll see rich right. people with them, and you'll see poor people with them. Uh, right. Different, and then you'll see Michael Ring with one. So. <laughs> different purposes, maybe. <laughs> but so, I probably here's here's what I learned from shooting elopements. And you taught me some stuff just through the video that you sent me of an elopement that you did that I just thought was really awesome. In fact, I'll post a link to it in the show notes. Uh, so you guys make sure you check out Adam Bradley's elopement video that he shot. I thought it was just super well done. And so that's what I was trying to do is kind of trying to model my stuff after yours. Yeah. Now, you did tell me to simplify, and I kind of already owed these clients full ceremony edits so I did okay. bring multiple cameras and some tripods. Yeah. And that was probably the going forward. When I shoot an elopement, I will probably bring two cameras. I'll bring one camera as like a back angle for the ceremony. Like you right. like you recommended. And maybe like a little Joby tripod, like one of those tiny little tripods. And then okay. I'll just be on the easy rig the rest of the time. And yeah. I'll pretty much just deliver to the client like a three to five minute highlight video of the day and um, the the super straightforward ceremony edit. And that that'll be it. Cut between two camera angles. I mean, I think I think for these elopements, like especially when you're hiking, you just got to keep it simple. And I'll tell you what, man, I spent a good 45 minutes getting this wagon up this dirt hill (laughs) i thank god i had an assistant but yeah like even with an assistant it was it was a lot so yeah uh i i definitely learned a lesson from that well i think i think that's the main thing shooters are constantly trying to do is trying to say okay when i go to a wedding how can i shoot the wedding 
And that sounds so cliche or simple, but I mean, you don't want to manage gear. You don't want to be concerned about all these other, like you just want to be a part of it and you want to shoot it. And elopements add that extra element of challenge with yeah, the hiking or people moving around a lot. And I think you're okay with just like, yeah, like whether it be a, a handheld gear or something simple, like people aren't looking for you to have all these super slider ep- epic cinematic shots because the scenery is already going to be gorgeous. The story is going to be gorgeous. I mean, you just have to show up and kind of hit record in some regards. But yeah, I mean, gear is gear is tricky. The gear was tricky. And I that was me like downsizing. Like I really cut my gear in half and it was still ended up being too much. So I think the easy rig is going to be my friend. I think me just with going handheld on the easy rig is going to be my best bet. Um, so, yeah, and I've actually got another elopement coming up in California this later this year. So uh, that's how I'm going to attack that one. Um, and you know what I realized? I think I like shooting elopements more. Yeah. Like more than a traditional is wedding. Is that because of, well, you said the gear was a challenge, but what made it easier that made you want to go back? The gear was a challenge for the first two just because I screwed that part up. But now that I yeah. know better, I don't think it'll really be a challenge. I think yeah. I think now it's like, oh, I could do like a half-day shoot or like a six-hour shoot instead of a 10-hour shoot and do less editing and probably like charge two-thirds as much as I would for a, a traditional wedding. And it would give me – would, I would be a lot less stressed out and I'd have a lot more time. And if I wanted to make yeah. up the additional money, like I could just shoot a few more elopements. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in a way, it's like well, if I want to stay in this business, like maybe elopements would be the way that I keep from getting burnt out. Okay. But let me ask you this because I know a lot of people that have gone like only elopements and they've tried to like specialize that. And then what happens is even as video guys, they say, I'm going to shoot elopements. Oh, I'll also add wedding planning as well. And I'll also add scouting destinations for you. And it becomes like this thing. But at the end of the day, like people that only shoot elopements, I don't know very many that that survive in it long term. So do you think that you would ever like fully swing the pendulum or are you saying like a balance or just add it as a package? What does that look like? I don't think I would do any. still figuring it out. I don't think I would do anything different than what I'm doing now. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't think I would add in wedding planning or anything like that. Like, I don't, that's not anything I have any interest in. Um, Yeah. I think I would just really try to concentrate on making the best elopement videos possible. Like showing up a day or like this one I'm going to do in California. I'm going to show up a day early. I'm going to go out on the day of. I'm going to get my aerial shots. I'm going to get my nature cutaway shots. I'm going to get the bride and groom to do some sort of fun activity. You know, Um, you know, I I lucked out with one of my couples. They they were willing to like throw each other in this icy cold river. Uh, this last weekend. (laughs) So like I got good footage of that. So like just stuff like that. Um, right. I'll, I'll probably go out and just spend a little extra time trying to make it awesome. And yeah, I think I could see myself doing that. I mean, we'll, we'll see, but it did make me think, man, traditional weddings are a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, you kind of you kind of realize. Yeah, you look back and be like, wow, I can't believe I was doing all that for so long. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. I think it it could be even something that like after I kind of move on and get into my real estate career that I've been wanting to do for for a really long time, I could see myself still going out occasionally and shooting some elopements. Just yeah. And just, you said you should. Just to stay oh, fresh and to, you know, right. uh, and to, you know, bring in some extra money. Yeah. Well, you said you shot two. Was there something else you learned at the second one or was it just kind of, was that the main thing was the gear that was the biggest learning takeaway from both? I, th- I think the second one, I think I'm going to have more fun editing. Uh, I learned that I could actually get enough B-roll from just going to the elopement and having the couple do stuff for me on the elopement and not necessarily like I called the couple and I was like, hey, do you have anything else going on this weekend? Because I know in your video you went for a weekend and you like shot them doing some yoga and stuff like that, which I thought was cool. Um, So I was thinking maybe they would do something like that. So I ended up driving all the way back up to Aurora to shoot some other stuff later that night. And that was kind of a bust. Like it's probably not stuff that I would use. And then I kind of was like, eh, maybe I didn't really need to shoot that stuff. So yeah, I feel like I probably could have gotten away with just doing the stuff that I shot at the elopements, like on at the actual ceremony sites and stuff, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is a shift, but yeah, I totally agree. Do you have any, uh, what are your elopement tips? Cause I know that we talked about a few things and, you know, keeping that in mind, that video that I've posted a link to in the show notes, guys, um, definitely go check it out. But as far as like when you were shooting that video, um, anything in particular that made the video come together really well or things that you wish you had done differently? Um, I think, I think what I've learned with my elopement videos is that typically, they are couples that really want to go the extra mile in the video because if you have elopement couples, some of them are on a budget and that is true. And so they want to do it small and that's why they are eloping. But others like they still have a great budget and so they want to add the video piece and they still want a really cool video. And so I try to work harder on my my out-of-state weddings or, or my elopement ones to, <clears throat> you know, get to know them as much as I can beforehand. And, you know talk about what they're doing for the weekend. And so in my mind, I'm kind of piecing through, oh, would I want to be a part of that? Would I not want to be a part of that? And um, I remember I had some couples and they, one couple, they were doing like a whole big boat trip the day before. And I just personally was like, oh, I want to go on the boat trip. So I just said, you know, hey, if you guys book me an extra night, I'll come bring my camera and do the boat stuff. And we just ended up hanging out and being friends. I got some great footage out of it. So I think there's, I don't think that there's like a cookie cutter thing for elopements, but I would just encourage people to, you know, to really listen. And I think the better that you can serve, because you've got maybe 20 people that are, and so you're one of the 20. So it's not like you can't hide in a group of 200. You can't hide around these crowds. And so they really see you. And so I've actually found my my best referrals come out of my elopements because they they just really enjoy having me around for the day. So, and I think you have the room to kind of play with that. Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway from the elopement was that it was just, even though I was nervous going into it, it was really refreshing because a lot of yeah. weddings are stuffy, you know, that you got 120 people there watching people get ma- two people get married and it's definitely formal and stuffy. And this was refreshing in the sense that 
it was just so much more easygoing. The couple, the couples were more relaxed. The family members were pretty relaxed. Um, so yeah, I, I loved it, man. And I'm, I'm down to do some more. Uh, so what do you, what else do you got coming up, man? What are you working on? You know, it's it's interesting because right now, uh, you know, particularly this week's been some very interesting movements with like the COVID sp- COVID uh, spikes that are happening, and so I, you know, what just when I thought kind of my schedule was going to be locked in and solid, it, it's honestly been shifting again. So I'm having to revisit stuff. I had one awkward situation where I had a couple who wanted to book a 2021 wedding and then now I have a COVID wedding moving their date onto the same date they want to do next year. And I'm just trying to navigate through some of those things. And so, you know, a little bit of frustration, I'm not going to lie with just what the world is going on with all that stuff. But, but man, my heart goes out to couples. I just want to keep doing a good job at what I'm doing. And um, yeah, just trying to be positive and think about, next year because i think i think i'm good this year you know as long as i don't lose too many more but just trying to be hopeful and think about 2021 right now what about you uh yeah i'm just working on some editing i'm uh oh boy it's crazy it's like i had two weeks of no editing and now i'm right back into the thick of it somehow uh so i'm gonna knock out my editing i'm gonna try to stay on top of it um and yeah, I'm just uh, looking forward to hopefully, I don't know, I w- really wouldn't mind if some of my couples just decided to elope. <laughs> <laughs> hint, 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 hint. Hint, hint to all my couples, if you want to just go up into the mountains uh, and hang out for a day, let's let's get it done. Um, Michael's, Michael's got his white claw there waiting for you, so... Yeah, I'll Ready. bring a I'll bring a cooler. I mean, I'm not gonna hike with the cooler, <laughs> but I'll bring it, and you can drink some White Claw out of the back of my car. Um, I just uh, I just got in the mail today a couple new hard drives because um, I'm shooting 4K this year, so I really had to up my storage capacity. Uh, and uh, I just got the Polar Pro Matte Box as well, so I'm super excited about the uh, the Polar Pro Matte Box. So I just put it on the camera; nice. it's looking pretty cool, uh, and uh, I'm excited to try it out on a shoot. So, so that's what I got going on, and um, I think I think that's pretty much it, man. As long as as long as you keep looking cool, man, that's all that really matters. Yeah, I've always said it's better to look cool and not know what you're doing than to look like a dweeb and be an expert at something. <laughs> I had like a few guys that came to mind when I thought of what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be careful about that. They might be listening to this podcast. Yeah, true, true. But Michael, you always look cool and uh, it's been it's been awesome catching up with you. Glad you survived your elopements, man. I'm looking forward to, to hearing more elopement stories. I'm glad you survived the hailstorm. <laughs> still surviving. I gotta. I actually gotta go run and get my kids right now because they're still, yeah, drying up and everything. So, awesome. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll be back next week, guys, with another episode. So, uh, <clears throat> until then, later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, Photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's 
number one wedding photography company, and for good reason. Uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there, and their photography is so creative. I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide rim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to call those photos later on and, you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day. Um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get. And they're going to they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably, um, probably just two 8x10s that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.